Our movie start with Prescott Academy is a government-run secret training facility for young girls who want to become assassins. Hardman, the organization's leader, brings them in as young as 10 months old to teach them everything they need to know about life without the aid of outside media. Prescott Academy's little girls are taught to be killing machines. They begin shooting at the age of three, with guns that are taller than they are when they reach the age of five. They're taught to drive, and after a year, they're capable of engaging in a high-speed chase. They practice various forms of fighting skills every day so that when they are teenagers, they can be used for a variety of dangerous missions without being discovered. Hardman's first rule is that no attachments are allowed. As a result, despite the fact that the girls are all orphans, they have never been allowed to form bonds with one another. They are only known by their agent numbers and are not given names. Currently, number 83 is the best student in the academy. She liked the assassin she's been trained to be in fights like no one else. The rule of no attachments, on the other hand, never made sense to her. The girls are given the task of poking a stuffed toy with a pen, while the other girls do as told. 83 holded the toy to her chest. Hardman portrayed her as a bad role model. The 83-year-old toymaker is filled with emotions that are about to burst. As she matured into a teenager, she lost her fighting abilities. Her main rival is number 84, who has always been a close second in everything. If they weren't both working for the same agency, she would kill 83. Because 83 is the first in her class to be activated, she was sent on dangerous missions ahead of the rest of her classmates. As is customary, 84 wasn't happy about that, but she didn't have the power to protest. Since she was a teenager, 83 has been on several missions. She was never suspected of working for the CIA. She breezed through all of her tasks, impressing Hardman. She still pines for the ordinary adolescent life she never experienced. She was spying on a target as part of one of her missions. 83 realized her life wasn't normal when she noticed a party going on next door and saw the teenagers dancing and having a good time. She has missed a significant portion of her childhood and did not want her adolescent years to be wasted. 83 made the decision to leave the establishment and its responsibilities behind. She'll take it the next time she gets a chance. But first, she needs to understand what it means to be a normal girl. For this, she began gathering information about adolescent high school life by watching films such as Mean Girls, The Princess Diary, and Clueless. She bought magazines every time she goes on a mission so she could read them in secret during boring meetings. When Hardman discovered her reading a magazine while briefing her on an important mission, she got into trouble. He told her to gather her wits because the next mission is extremely dangerous. An arms dealer and the Mafia's most dangerous woman, Victoria, was in a city 80 hours ago. Within two days, she must be apprehended alive. Otherwise, she'll vanish once more. 84 wanted to go on the mission because she thinks it will make her Hardman's favorite. But in the next scene, 83 is given the task. Victoria is in a construction zone with three hostages. As we can see, she mocks them and removes their blindfolds. The female hostage suddenly reveals that she is 83, and in an instant, 83 attacked Knox and defeated all of her henchmen. She tied a hook to Knox and dangled it from a plane flying overhead. They were escorted to the plane. Victoria, on the other hand, points out that she still has her gun. 83 freed herself from the harness and fell into the river below. When Hartman noticed 83's absence while Victoria was being dragged inside the plane, he attempted to contact her using a device attached to her wrist. When 83 emerged from the water, she heard him. She did not 
respond, knowing that this is her only chance to get away from her old life. She tossed her watch into the trash and vowed to never look back. Hardman was informed that they are not receiving any visuals or audio from her on the plane. He declared her inactive and went back to questioning Victoria. Following that, 83 adopted the name Megan and created a completely new persona. She also enrolled in a Newton High School and used a website at the airport to find a family to stay with. Her family arrived to collect her, Mrs. Larson, her son, Parker, and her sarcastic teenage daughter, Liz, make up the group. Liz wasn't thrilled with Megan's arrival and is having trouble adjusting to her presence in the house. Megan was still excited about mundane things like riding the school bus to please her mother, which she found strange. On Megan's first day of school, Megan dons a ridiculous outfit. After only a few minutes of her causing everyone to stare at her, a bully named Gooch referred to her as fresh meat. Liz instructed her to dress in less patterned clothing for the morning assembly. She was supposed to talk in front of everyone as a foreign exchange student before going to the stage. She met a geeky kid named Roger, who manages the AV for the school's band. As per the movie she has watched, Megan declares him a nerd. She is introduced to the entire school, but they make fun of her. Soon, they start asking her to go back to Canada where she came from. When the chanting gets louder, the school's bandleader Cash interrupts the crowd with a song. He was the most popular guy in the school and is liked by many. Megan was also instantly attracted to him. During the lunch break, some cheerleaders invited her to eat with them, but she declined. She ran into Roger again and befriended him. He appeared to be interested in her, but Megan is only interested in Cash. She is assigned as Cash's lab partner the next day. Other girls in the class, on the other hand, ask her to choose another partner. Everyone was in desperate need of Cash. The girls told Megan after class that Cash likes girls who play the school's mascot. Megan believed Cash was a furry and didn't realize they were just trying to set her up. She went to the school's mascot audition. She was chosen right away and summoned to the next game's practice. A group of masked men approach her during the practice and attempt to kidnap her. Megan took advantage of her abilities to easily defeat them, surprising everyone in her path. She had assumed the masked individuals were hard men's agents, but it turned out they are students from a rival college looking to cause trouble. Everyone is filming her by the time she realizes it. To her horror, they posted the video on social media. Victoria is held and interrogated by Hardman at Prescott's base. She also recognized that his method of robbing young girls of a happy childhood was unethical. She confronted him about it, but the men insisted that he was acting in good faith. Victoria is taken with number 84 and intended to use her as a means of escape. They quickly learn about Megan's viral video and assume she was now working for a rival organization. Everyone at school the next day was raving about Megan's incredible fighting abilities. Overnight, she transformed into one of the popular girls. Cash invited her to his band practice after school, which made her day even better. When she arrived, she ran into Roger and struck up a conversation with him while waiting for Cash. Roger admired her personality and noticed that they have a lot in common, but Megan is too preoccupied with Cash to notice. She is later invited to a high school party hosted by her bully, Gooch, at his home. Megan was ecstatic because she had only seen such parties in movies prior to arriving home that day. She is kidnapped by Prescott residents. Hardman believed she was working for a competitor and refused to believe her when she told him she simply wanted to live a normal life. He administered a truth drug to her and discovered that she was telling the truth. Hardman believed he had a right to her life because he was the one who taught her everything she knew. He gave her two days to return to base. Following that, his people throw Megan out on the front porch of the house to make her appear drunk. Megan invited Roger to his next party the next time she sees him. However, because his father is anti-parties, he refused to attend. Because he was Megan's only friend at school, 
He would make her feel better if he was present. Megan and Liz arrive at the party later that night. Megan is surprised when her mother forces her to accompany her. Heather, also known as 84, has arrived at the party. Megan believed Hardman sent Heather to keep an eye on her but Heather neither confirmed nor denied this. Roger attends the party in search of Megan but is disappointed to find her kissing Kush by the end of the night. Megan boarded the school bus the next morning to find Hardman dressed as the bus driver. He came to warn her that Victoria had escaped Prescott and was plotting her retaliation. Megan declined his offer to return to Prescott. Later, we see her and Liz driving to school when a masked assassin pursues them. Megan told Liz the truth about her past life during a car chase. They eventually collide with the assassin's car in a junkyard. The assassin was still on the loose, but Megan recognized her by the scent of her perfume. After the accident, Liz was in the hospital. Megan wanted to leave before more people were harmed as a result of her, but Liz believed Megan abandoning the family would be even worse. They got along well from that day forward. Megan told Liz everything she knows about her career. They go shopping for homecoming outfits together and prepare each other for their special needs. After spending time with her at the party, Liz went out with Gooch. Megan had hoped for a memorable evening, but Cash rarely speaks to her. She realized after spending some time with him, is it true that his entire persona is popular? She dumped him and, much to her surprise, went to Roger and asked him for a dance. He declined and returned his attention to his evening companion. Heather and Megan got into a fight over who got to be his date. They are squabbling. They eventually end up in the kitchen, where Megan was about to be stabbed by Heather. Liz sneaks up on Heather and uses a corn dog stick to stab her in the leg. Megan then hits Heather in the head, knocking her out. Following that, the girls return home to find Victoria and her associates have kidnapped Mrs. Larson and Parker. Megan fought them effectively until Liz was apprehended. For the sake of her family's safety, she stopped resisting, but she still had to hope that Hardman would come to her rescue. Victoria laughs at her naivete and reveals that she was the very first Prescott girl to say no. Megan was one of them. She also left Prescott because she felt he had robbed her of her childhood. Megan is challenged to a one-on-one -on -one fight which she easily wins. Hardman appeared out of nowhere with reinforcements to assist Megan and Victoria, who had been kidnapped. They break in and use a tranquilizer gun to knock Victoria out. Megan hugged a tough him and expressed gratitude for his assistance. She stopped Roger on his way home in the final scene and took him on a helicopter ride with her. We hope that you enjoy your time and have a good day.